Live from our studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports Spartanburg presents Start Your Engines. Here is your race team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black, author and veteran motorsports journalist Deb Williams, local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill, former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore, and here is your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author Perry Allen Wood. And good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines from the historic studios of WSPG AM and FM on Garner Road in Spartanburg, South Carolina on a sunny, kind of damp morning. Looked like we had some rain last night and uh, might have some today. It's just that time of year. How you doing, Ronnie? I'm doing good and I agree with you. We're supposed to be without rain for the next couple hours, but I won't promise you that. Well... Got my yard work done, so let it rain. Uh, hey, there's a lot of racing on this uh, today, especially. And uh, if um, if you do get rained in and have to stay in the house, just turn on uh, NBC affiliate, and chances are you'll be able to uh, to watch a bunch of racing. How you doing there, Greg? Doing good, Perry. I just know today's the twenty second. Uh, we we're here to talk racing and uh, talk Pocono, and hopefully uh, a real good guest. Well, who is the guest? Well, the guest is uh, Nick Firestone, and he's been on the show before, and we don't know if he's in the Indy Light or what exactly he's doing, but at 11 o'clock, we're going to call him and just find out what he's doing. So, <laughs> so he might be a live radio hookup from the car or something. No, I I, I think he's, uh, from what I understand, he's big into karting right now, but he is the great-grandson of Harvey Firestone, who uh, he was a tire man, and, you know, Harvey Firestone... He was also a racer, wasn't he? No, not that I know of. But okay. he hung out with uh, uh, Thomas Edison, and he has a lot of pictures taken of himself with Thomas Edison and somebody else. I can't remember. Henry the, Ford the first. Henry Ford. That's right. The three of them were like the three musketeers gall- were, gallivanting all over the that, camping out and doing all sorts of stuff. That's a pretty elite. Yeah, good set of friends. Edison, that really is Edison, Firestone, and a Ford. Yeah, that's. A, Three pretty good pals. I'd like to have heard some of their conversations, but we'll have Nick on at 11 o'clock. I think the last time we talked to him, my memory serves me correctly, and it may not. We were, uh, or he was uh, in Mexico or something at a road race. He was. I think, if I'm not mistaken. But no, anyway, you're not mistaken. You're exactly right, Perry. We'll see what he's up to, and uh, and we'll talk to him at 11 o'clock. So, Anyway, welcome to Start Your Engines. I tell you, I got a lot of good feedback on our guest last week, uh, Johnny Rutherford, who uh, was just fantastic. And I, uh, he's going to be tough to beat anytime. So I uh, appreciate you getting Johnny. We'll, uh, we'll be on for uh, uh, the rest of the year through the end of the season in November, but we are going to take September the 9th off. To uh, Greg and I are going to go up. Really hadn't planned on going, but got an invitation uh, by phone, uh, I guess that was Wednesday or Thursday, from Bill Blair, whose father actually was a a dadgum good race driver. He won on the beach back in 1953 in a a stock car race. But uh, we're going to go up to the Moonshine Festival. We didn't go last year because it was a 100% chance of rain, (laughs) and it didn't rain. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) what sounds like Pocono, don't it? But But we... uh, we look kind of dopey that 
you know, saying, well, we, we're not coming. It's raining. It's going to rain. And the people up there were saying, well, it's not raining, and we're here. So we're going to go this year uh, as of right now. And so we won't have a show on September the 9th. And on September the 2nd, which is actually Labor Day weekend, we're going to have Bill Blair's son, Bill Blair, as our guest on the show. So uh, He's a good guest, too. He's a real good guest, and he did a lot of a lot of racing himself as a, a crewman and an engine builder and just a, a race car builder and has a wealth of knowledge and is really heavily involved in the, in the history side of things now. But we'll do all that later uh, or uh, in, in September. We um, had some pretty good racing last week. Uh, Martin Truex snapped out of his uh, um, uh, he hasn't snapped out of anything. He won his, his third, third race. Third race. So he's uh, he's having who, a really big year. Him? Somebody picked him. Yeah, Deb. Deb picked. Him. <laughs> Deb's on a hot streak. Whatever she touches, uh, turning out pretty good right now. <clears throat> but Deb, uh, yeah, Deb picked him, and we'll have Deb on, of course, at uh, ten twenty. She is at Pocono, and uh, they had an ARCA. Ronnie, while you're sitting there resting, um, the ARCA race at six o'clock yesterday got rained out. And if I'm not mistaken, they were going to try to run it at 8.30 this morning. They were. So see if you see anything about that on there. It's uh, uh, probably over by now if yeah. they if they had it. But uh, Yeah, Daryl confirmed that. He said, you got something to watch, you know, before you go to the show. I saw and that. I forgot all about it. I was sitting there getting ready, and I could have turned it on. But uh, if it was on, I guess it was. I was watching Superman. <laughs> I was watching the Weather Channel. but uh, I think I was still asleep. The... Uh, um, the ARCA race was, I turned it on at 6 o'clock last night or yesterday evening. And, uh, of course, first thing you see is the track dryers out there, the air titans or whatever it is they call them. And they had a whole bunch of them because that, that is a big, long, wide track up there at Pocono. And uh, it takes a long time for it to dry, and they don't have lights. So they just they didn't have a prayer to get that thing in yesterday. So no. we'll see if, it, uh, see if they had it at 830 this morning, like I think I read. Uh, you write it right. Yeah. yeah, it was scheduled. I'm, I'm trying to find out. Well, you're right. But it could have got rained out, too. You've got plenty of time there, Ronnie. Um, how did y'all like Pocono? Did y'all run good up there, uh, Bud Moore? Perry, uh, Pocono, you know, Darlington's a track too tough to tame, and uh, Pocono's like the track impossible to tame. <laughs> uh, well, you had three different turns, for one thing. Oh, yeah, and and the place is wide, and the view from the truck, the, the cars are this look like they're real far away. Then they come down that front straightaway, and you tell they cooking in. And we were talking about the pit road location. We tried it all kind of ways. But we tended to do our best if we pitted about three or four spots from the very end of pit road, and and we get that out of sync, and and then come back. We you know we were close set on poles, uh, run second, uh, qualified third, run third. Uh, with Ricky Rudd, we was up there, and I think qualified about 10th and, and got all the way up to uh, alongside Tim Richmond, and it was, for back then, it was the photo finish. Neither one of them knew who won, because Ricky got him a run-up off of three, backed out of it early, got into it early, and was coming off the corner faster than Richmond. And we got, it was it was less than a bumper. Mm. and uh, So there's been a whole lot of uh, near misses that, well, the one pretty famous incident up there, speaking of Tim Richmond, was uh, with uh, Dale Earnhardt. Oh, yeah. And Tim Richmond, when they had that horrendous crash going into the first turn. And uh, um, 
I remember when we were writing your book, Greg, you said uh, you were talking on uh, talking on the radio with Earnhardt or something and talking about the tires are coming for a come in for a pit stop or let's change the tires or something. And he said, well, you can come on down here in the first turn because they're all sticking up in the air. That's right. He, he, <laughs> Cause he hit that wall and turned and, upside and down car and was stayed there. Up and, and you know, the, there's people, you know, it, it, you can go from, it's called it the honeymoon capital. I, I don't, you walk inside the racetrack or drive in it or sit in the stands. It's just fascinating. It's just, it's, I just get in awe every time I, I think about it. It's a lot like, a lot like Andy. Till you go there, you can't believe. It. Well, that's the one I never made. I never made it up to Pocono. But uh, now that particular incident, Earnhardt um, broke his leg, uh, broke his ankle or or his leg or something like that. And back in those days, you could sort of hide it and get away with well, it. Well, we hit a lot on that deal. <laughs> and uh, his leg was was literally broke. Yeah, and they straightened it back out and. Even he called himself on interview uh, at Talladega, I think, the very next week. And he said, well, I'm, I'm going through uh, a, a, a lot of therapy. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to get in this car and get some more therapy. And I think we went right out there. And him and Bodine got into it. So, anyway, it, it just, uh, things happen. And uh, it, it's a lot of good memories at Bocado. And there, there's a lot of tragic memories a lot of it seemed like everybody that was anybody, you know, saw Victory Lane, and then they they have disasters where they all. I mean, you go back, just look at all of them. Just, well, uh, that's the track where uh, Bobby Allison had his bad wreck. Yep, he tried to uh, early in the race. He had a tire going down, right, and tried to tried to make it back around to the pits, and uh, like anybody would have done, but he lost it with the. With the tire going down and got sideways in the track right there in the, uh, pretty much in the, at the end of the, sh- the, in the dog, leg. yeah, in the dog leg back there on the back stretch and, uh, Jocko Majacomo hit him right square in the door. And, uh, I remember I was living in Miami then listening to it on the radio and it was, uh, I'm telling you what, he never raced again and he was lucky to, to survive that. That was a terrible crash uh yeah he got hurt too i mean it was it was it was a bad deal all the way around it just, uh, richard petty had a bad wreck in that same turn when he mm. when he drove a chevrolet uh that monte carlo so uh and i also remember very distinctly uh jeremy mayfield spinning out earnhardt <laughs> gave him a little nudge in the in the third turn then bumped him out of the way and went on to win the race like uh, two or three, four or five laps later, and I, I, I remember distinctly watching that on television when uh, Mayfield went by him, Earnhardt uh, saluted him with the one-finger salute after, uh, that's after exactly, the window of the car. Right. That wasn't a very popular win. I mean, it, it, uh, it wasn't popular. It might have been popular with him. It was popular um, with Mayfield. Yeah, with Mayfield. And Penske. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it wasn't real popular with everybody else. But Did you find out anything about that yet? I'm working on it. Okay. Uh, then you're doing a fine job. But, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully, you know, NASCAR's had a had a rough three weeks. They've had rain involved uh, for three weeks in a row. Chicago and, uh, uh, of course, was a record-breaking rainfall. And, uh, gosh, where, I can't even think of where they went the week after, after – uh, 
Chicago, but then last week at Loudon, they, it rained. And Deb told us on Saturday that it was a look real bad for Sunday, and it it did. It it was no chance to get that race in, yeah. so that, it was a Monday race. And of course, Greg likes those Monday races. Monday, right? You can win on Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like I like Mondays, but yeah, it, you you go up there and uh, you know you you fight in weather and and uh, Loudon, you pretty much can count on it raining. It's going to rain. I remember we were up there in 94 uh, with Lake Speed, and we had, were the first day fastest. But the weather changed. We decided to stand on our time. We wound up 21st. Qualifying was a lot different back then. It was a whole lot different. And and, and they served lobsters. People don't think they ain't big lobsters up there around Maine. I know everything. they got big lobsters. I they saw got them. huge ones. <laughs> and we went out there in 40, put on this big thing with Etzel, and everybody... In the garage area, all the drivers, everybody was there because everybody was eating lobster. And it was, I got my feel of them. Too. I didn't get my feel of them. I just kept eating them to the, they I told love us lobster. to leave. I, I'm about due for a lobster. Yeah, we are. <laughs> they don't have them at Applebee's, I don't think. Applebee's. <laughs> get lobsters. I don't believe they have them. I don't think they do. But anyway, uh, so, uh, yeah, they, uh, you know, Martinsville gives away a grandfather clock and, uh, uh, Nashville gives away a guitar, and you win it loud, and you get a lobster. Yeah, and I, you know, I could go for all those. <laughs> I mean, the guitar, but if I get it, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna smash it. I'm gonna put that thing in a case and bring it home. Well, I don't think, I think that was, a, I think that was a one-off thing for Kyle Bush that year. He smashed it, was. That, and he was doing something to. I don't know if I can say that word on the radio, but he was doing something to piss somebody off every single week back in those days. And of course, he's he's calmed down a little bit now with a wife and kids and everything. And he uh, still pisses off but people because he wins. He wins a lot. He wrecked last week. He didn't do so hot at no. at, a, at a you know they were having brake trouble. And I think that's what they said uh, his problem was. But um, we're uh, we're at Pocono this week. They are going to run the trucks now. They're in Iowa with the Indy cars. And I believe that's where you said Nick was in Iowa. And yeah. uh, they've got a double header. They run an Indy car race today, and then they run another Indy car race tomorrow. So it's a, it's a two-race uh, two set on a Saturday and Sunday. And that we'll get the TV times and everything for that shortly. But the... Uh, the trucks are out there running uh, in conjunction with the Indy cars, and ARCA was running in conjunction with uh, the stock cars at Pocono. And we're still trying to figure out if they ran the race. What do you well, got? Well, it was scheduled for 8.30 this morning. I checked the weather at the raceway, and it's bright sunshine, so I can't find any results. Well, i tell you what let's do. Let's take a break and ask Deb. Because she's there. She's there. That, All right. That makes a lot of sense. All right. Let's take a break. We're going to come back and uh, talk to our Hall of Famer, Deb Williams, and find out what's going on at Pocono and all around uh, the rest of the circuit. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. 
attorneys at Carolina Law Group are your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who was recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit the carolinalawgroup.com. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Spartanburg, when you're looking for the home of the best sports coverage around, we're talking about greatest ever spectacular talent. Good news, you're already there. It's us, Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM. We're your home for the Spartanburg Vikings, the Atlanta Braves, the South Carolina Gamecocks, and Duke basketball. Plus, your most trusted source for the best high school coverage around. This is Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Find an old 35mm film camera? Are you using one now? Do you want to? Where do you go to get your film developed? Spartan Photo Center, the last full-service camera store in South Carolina. They have all sorts of new and used cameras, digital and film. Remember film? They develop 35mm and 120-sized color negative film three times a week. Black and white every couple of weeks. Get your film developed, scanned, printed, or cloud-delivered to you by Google Drive or Dropbox. Need film? They've got film. 35mm color and black and white. Spartan Photo Center, 108 Garner Road, just off North Pine Street, across from the Food Lion. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Williams is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to death. And good morning, Deb. How are you? Good morning. Just fine, thank you. Enjoying this beautifully sunny, cool day in the Pocono Mountains. Oh, cool day. There's about... 40 or 50 million people in this country that would love a cool day because it's uh it's like incredible out in uh out west and uh it's even pretty pretty toasty in spartanburg but uh that sounds great um so the weather's looking good this morning huh 
it is a lot better than it was yesterday evening. So, yeah, I bet. Uh, yeah, it uh, looks like it's we got blue sky and little white fluffy clouds and a breeze blowing. And it was in the fifties <laughs> when I woke up this morning. Oh man, that sounds great! And you had an early morning this morning, didn't you? Well, I fudged. I uh, yeah, it was early, but what I did is I put the Arca race on my phone. So as I was getting ready, I watched the Arca race. Well, tell us about the Arca race because I had just said uh, uh, we didn't know who won it. I knew they ran it this morning from the rain out yesterday, and uh, so you're there. And tell us about it. Well, Jesse Love won, and uh, that's about his fifth was, win, isn't it? It is, and it was uh, came on the weekend that yesterday was Bill and Kathy Venturini's fiftieth wedding anniversary. So, Bill. Had, they had taken all the crew chiefs out to dinner, and he said, uh, he told them, he said, I don't care which one of you win, but I want one of you to win as a celebration for Kathy and Amaya's 50th anniversary. So they delivered for him. That was nice. Real nice. That Debbie, like yeah. I always know, uh, folk know, yeah, up there, uh, it, it might be the honeymoon capital, but pulling that racetrack, and it, it's nothing, it's more like a nightmare. Well, I think a lot of that, I don't know if it still has that reputation. Maybe it does, but some of the new uh, casinos and all they've built up here and the resorts uh, have have gone uh, more family-friendly. Is that still the Mattioli family? Is that the family that owns the track, or, or am I thinking of Yes, it the, is. They still own it? No, it, it's still, yes, they do. Um, it's actually run by Doc and Rose's um uh, daughters and the grandchildren is who operate it now. That's neat. Uh, the mighty old, mm-hmm. them were wonderful people. Still are. They are, and they've done so much. I mean, like uh, before Doc passed, and well, Doc and Rose passed. They installed the uh, solar panels, so all of the electricity used here at the track comes from the solar panels. Their solar farm on their property. Oh, good. And what they don't use. They sell to the the town of Longfawn, and um, uh, Louis' uh, daughter, the uh, Doc and Dr. Rose's granddaughter, has uh, started an organic farm here called Pocono Organics, and the cafe serves breakfast and lunch, and there's all type of CBD products and uh, organic food and all you can buy, and the food in there is just absolutely wonderful. Wow. Makes me hungry, but uh, now you say CBD products. Is, are they are they growing marijuana up there legally or or illegally? Or I mean, but is that part of well, what they're I'm doing? Well, I'm sure it's legal. I know. I'm well, kidding. you know, it doesn't have the THC in it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, they have uh, CBD products for dogs and and people and everything from soap to lip balm to uh, uh, you know. You name it, you can buy it in the organic store. Wow, that's cool. I thought about buying me some lipstick. Let's see what it would do. Lipstick? What? Uh, anyway. <laughs> you need lipstick. <laughs> I, I need a lot. You polish your I, nails, I but said, I don't know about lipstick. I, I said it. I didn't say lipstick. I said lip balm. I know what you said. Greg said lipstick. Okay. <laughs> Greg, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg's got his, uh, I don't know if I've seen these before. He's got his granny glasses on. He looks like Roger McGuinn from The Birds. <laughs> yeah, I'm for the birds or something. I don't know. But, uh, I left with the birds. So what's going on, Deb? Uh, uh, Martin Truex is uh, having himself a pretty good year after uh, 
a year or so of not winning. He's got three this year, and uh, and you picked him last week, of course. Yeah, and the interesting thing is, two of those three wins came on rain out Mondays. Because he won uh, the Monday race at Dover and then the Monday race at New Hampshire. So, I love Monday. As he said, a lot of people probably don't like the rain outs, but it's been good to him so far this year. Sure has. And uh, um, so he's uh, he's red hot. And what else is going on? What can you tell us? Well, we've got the truck race at noon today and then the Xfinity race at 5. And this truck race today will actually decide the playoff uh, people because the truck series starts its playoffs at Lucas Oil Raceway at Indianapolis Raceway Park. So today's uh, truck race will determine who's going to be in the playoffs. Now, I looked that up last night, and I wrote it down because I wanted to be up on it. And uh, what I wrote down is that today uh, and then next week at Richmond are the last two chances to get in. Now, maybe uh, Richmond's an Xfinity. Richmond's an Xfinity race. I must have been looking at the wrong thing then. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll take your word for it. You're, uh, but I did write down there's two races left. I got, I'm looking right at it and, uh, and I put today in Richmond, but the, the trucks don't run at Richmond. No. Uh, uh-uh. oh, okay. Well, there you go. And the, the bad information and the test, the test that was supposed to be done on Monday at New Hampshire is now being done on Monday and Tuesday at Richmond for the cup cars. Okay. Well, I mean, how can I look straight at something and write it down and have it that wrong? But that's anyway. You're getting old, Perry. <laughs> I've been old. I'm getting older. But I'm glad we got Deb to straighten us out. That's why she's in the Hall of Fame. She keeps me straight on these Saturday mornings. <laughs> well, I, I hate to admit. Well, I don't hate to admit it. If it comes down to either you or Deb having the proper facts, I got to go with Deb. Well, sometimes. I do, I do too. Not man. always. Sometimes. I have do. Uh, but, yeah, Deb's uh, probably more up on it than I. I mean, she's right about that. I'm going to double-check it because I can't believe I'm that far off. But evidently I am. Well, I, I'm going to double-check it when I get in the media center, too. I can't I can't double-check it right now because I'm not in the media center. I'm standing outside yeah, so I, that I don't bother everybody inside. I can't double-check it because I'm talking with you. So what else is going on? The uh, – the, um, the trucks are only taking – they only take 10 people, to 10 uh, teams to their playoffs. And, uh, of course, Xfinity takes 12 and uh, Cup takes 16. So there's there's quite a bit of difference. I, you know, I wish – and they're not going to do it because I want them to. And I, maybe I wouldn't be so confused if they were all on the same schedule because they're not. They're, uh, they're, they're all, you know, different uh, different schedules. I think Cup has – now, I've got this written down. I may have written it wrong, but I think – Cup has like eight races, or uh, Xfinity's got like eight races left, and Cup six maybe something like that. So, um, yeah, Cup starts its play. Cup starts its playoffs at the Southern Five Hundred at Darlington Labor Day weekend, and Xfinity starts its playoffs at Bristol. Okay, and uh, for the night race, and um, I see uh, where in some NASCAR news, or I didn't see a whole lot of of it this week, but. Uh, I see where Van Giesenbergen is uh, going to run Indianapolis in uh, the 91 car for Trackhouse. That's correct. He is. And uh, Richard Childress also announced this week that he will be having a driver at the Indianapolis uh, race 
uh, driver that's coming from the same supercar series from Australia that um, that uh, they call him SVG around here is, <laughs> yeah. is going to race in. But, um, you know, so that's real interesting that you've got some more supercar, another supercar series driver coming over from Australia that Richard Childress announced. The one announcement this week that really surprised me is Justin Haley leaving college racing at the end of the year and going to drive full-time for Rick Ware Racing. I saw that this and morning, I was, and I, I, I didn't – I was sort of in a hurry uh, when I was checking to see if any any breaking news had happened. And uh, um, I saw that, and I, I didn't get into it because it, I thought I was reading it wrong or there was more to it. But so he – I mean, that surprises me too because I thought he was like uh, – uh, I mean, I thought he was like their main driver. I, I did, too. I thought that's what he was going to become, that he was being groomed for that. So I don't know if it came up as a, to be a sponsorship situation or what happened there. But um, it'll be interesting to see how he does over there, that's for sure. Yeah. Deb, well, one thing you mentioned uh, earlier in the interview, <coughs> excuse me, um, talking about the supercar series in Australia, those cats mm-hmm. get on with the program pretty doggone good down there in Australia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they really do. And, you know, um, Penske actually had an entry there at one time, and now that person that uh, he had in his uh, entry in Australia is now driving one of his Indy cars. That's, That's cool. That's uh, McLaughlin, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, McL- mm-hmm. McLaughlin came over from McLaughlin. The- Came over from that series, and uh, he's done pretty well with Penske. Uh, yep, uh, the um, I remembered y'all. Your team didn't go to Australia, did they, Greg? No, we, we were we were invited to go, and uh, that was in '88. And you know the, the race would be in Melbourne, at, yeah, at the Thunderdome. Thunderdome, that's yeah. right. That's what I was trying and, to think of. Uh, yeah, Mel Gibson, all that stuff, Australia, but. Uh, that we we figured it out and they weren't really offering us enough money and we were on such a such a budget in in 88 uh anyway i, I think they did just daddy just didn't want to go to, to australia for some reason well deb have you heard any rumblings about since uh we're here now about the supercar races that any of the local any of the stateside networks may bring some of that to us to see um you know i was trying to think if um i get that on any of my racing uh places that i i stream and um it seems like i'm still exploring flow racing or flow sports but it seems like there is one on there and um, I was going to say that um, I think you are correct, uh, Perry, and I'm wrong in that the truck race at Richmond will decide the playoffs. Hooray! <laughs> I, I just looked it up. You're right. I'm wrong. I looked at it wrong. Last year it was Pocono that determined it. I, so looked, I screwed up. I looked right Sorry at it. That. I looked right at it and wrote it down what I saw. And I, I said, I'm sitting here thinking, boy, if I got that wrong, I've, you know, I'm getting a lot of things wrong. And I, 
I do. Uh, no, I have to do some. You're pretty, right. I'm wrong. I have to do some pretty fancy figuring for the bank, and I don't think they, Wells Fargo, would appreciate me uh, being wrong <laughs> too often. No, no. Well, Deb, Deb's entitled to be wrong yeah. every now and then. I mean, she's 37. I mean, that, you getting on up? That's right. Getting to be 37. <laughs> yeah. Well, and she just had a birthday. That was her. That's that's great. Uh, well, while we're at it, Deb, you did, as I said earlier, you won last week in our little pool. And uh, so uh, you go ahead and go first. Uh, well, let me do the point standings. Deb's got 38. Ronnie, you got 32. You're not too far back. Um, oops, it flipped around on me there. I've got 27. Lanny's got 26. And Greg, you got three. But it's a long way to go. You need to start winning. So, uh, Deb, you go ahead and pick first. You're not going to like who I'm going to pick. I'll like no matter what you do. <laughs> I promise I'm going to take that 99 car. You know, it's okay because I decided this morning that uh, Chase Elliott's bound to win. I mean, he's got to win to get in, and I just think, uh, I don't know, something told me this morning to pick uh, to pick uh, Chase Elliott. So that's who I'm taking, Chase Elliott. So you can have my car this week. Okay, that sounds good. All right. Why did you pick him, though? Do you got some inside information? Gut. Gut. Okay. You know, I told you one. You know, I told you I was mad at myself for not going with my gut one week. So yep. now yep. I just listened to it. Oh, there you go. Good. What's your gut saying over there, Ronnie? Well, you know, I've been I've been with uh, the number five the last few weeks, but something's telling me that Denny Hamlin may bring it home today or tomorrow. So you want the 11? The 11. Um, Greg? I keep thinking about Chastain. Well, you can have him if you want him. I like him. All yeah. right. Yeah, Watermelon I mean, Man and Lanny, if you'll, uh, if you'll text me in your uh, Blaney, I'll, uh, I'll put a 12 down for you. Uh, Deb, uh, I noticed that uh, I don't know how close of a call it exactly was, but speaking of Kyle uh, Larson, he had, a, he had a pretty nasty crash the other day in a – open wheel sprint car he did and uh he talked to us about that at new hampshire he said that he was fine you know he he didn't have any injuries or anything like that and uh he just took it as a a matter of fact situation but uh i wanted to go back to denny hamlin just a few minutes there go ahead you know denny won this race last year and then he and kyle bush who finished second were both disqualified and the, the race win went to chase and Chase said yesterday that Denny sent him the trophy, but he said that one of Denny's daughters had become pretty attached to the flag, so she <laughs> kept the flag, but Denny <laughs> sent the trophy to, to Chase. Well, that was nice. And, uh, yeah, Chase said that, you know, he didn't know about it till he got off the plane and he had a text saying that he'd won. And he said, I looked at him and went, no, I didn't. I finished third. <laughs> so... Um, that was, a. Uh, it was interesting listening to him talk about last year and I'm sure it'll be asked to Denny. I know somebody asked Kyle Bush about it yesterday as well. And, um, he said, you know, he, they, they, he wasn't too thrilled about talking about it, but you know, it's like he said, we win as a team and we lose as a team. That's right. Um, so you've been at the track two weeks in a row, Deb, are you, I don't even know where they race next week. Where do they race and are you going? Actually, I've been three weeks in a row. You know, I was thinking it was... I was in Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. All right. Yep. Three weeks in a row. Mm -hmm. So are you the one bringing the rain? 
Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I did see a report that for tomorrow, Pocono, there is a 3% chance of rain. (laughs) I've never heard of a 3% chance. Oh, they got that stuff now. It it reminded me, uh, the rain last week at New Hampshire reminded me many years ago, we were racing at Watkins Glen, and they had not had rain in three months in Mm. that area. And uh, at that time, Chase Elliott's mother, Cindy, was our photo editor. That was long before she and Bill met and got married. And she and I were sitting in a restaurant. I had just ordered dinner. And uh, that year, it had been a situation where every time NASCAR went anywhere, it rained. And so when the server came running in, extremely happy because it was raining, and uh, Cindy and I just kind of looked at each other and said, of course it is. NASCAR's racing here this weekend. Yeah. Deb, I, re- I actually remember that. It, it was. It had no rain for like three months. And, it, you know, they finally got some rain, and it rained right on top of us, you and Cindy. Uh, and I think I walked in the in the press booth or something, and uh, people were laughing and people were smiling. A lot of people were frowning. So, I mean, it, it, it that was... That was something else. Watkins Glen, of course. We, we oh run, yeah, yeah. We, we've run a lot in the rain up there, and uh, matter of fact, on Firestone tires, we used to Firestone short mm-hmm. track tire. Uh, many mm-hmm. moves. Deb, what was uh, what was your answer when I asked you what the next race you were going to, and where? And I don't, and I don't know where they race next week. I mean, I haven't looked it up. We're in Richmond next week. Remember, we just got discussing that because I messed up the truck. That's okay, right? Well, Playoffs. you know, I, you know, sometimes the trucks don't run the same place as the stock car or as the cup guys, but okay, that's true. You're that's right. true. Yeah. Well, yeah. Deb, uh, we'll let you go. Anything else you want to add? Tell us where we can read your uh, read your stories and uh, and keep up with you. I go to autoweek.com and um, you can keep up with all racing there, not just what I write, but. Uh, in addition to NASCAR, you can see NHRA and F1 and um, IMSA. So it's your one-stop shop for all your racing news. One-stop shop. I like that. That's a good. That's a good term. Yep. That, that, re- that really is. Well, Deb's our one sh- one-stop shop all by herself. So, uh, Deb, we appreciate you coming on and uh, be safe up there. And we look forward to talking to you next week. All right, sounds good. Everyone have a good week. You too. Ask Deb Williams, uh, Ronnie. She's the smartest woman I know. Except she was wrong. <laughs> I knew I read that right. But she did correct herself. Well, yeah, of course she did. Yeah, but, right. uh, and I could tell she was looking it up because I, she sounded like she was moving around and I could hear a bunch of rustling and stuff. So, uh, by the way, um, Lanny took Blaney as we figured he would, so... Let's take a break and come back and uh, hit some results and standings and things like that. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. 
Alex, I see you got a new car. Yeah, man, it's sweet. Room for Titus and all his stuff, but it's missing something. Like what? Well, you know how Titus likes Tupac. Naturally. Well, the new car doesn't have the bass like my old car did. You need to take it to Elite Audio. They can add bass to a factory system. Seriously? Yeah, while you're there, let them add a remote start so the car is warm when you and Titus get in in the morning. I also saw they can add LED headlights, which you should look at, Clary, because you can't see anything. Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Check out all they can do at EliteAudioOnline.com plus their Facebook page. Apparently, you can't hear either. What? Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call local State Farm agent Cliff Gobert at 597-1200. Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting Spartan-Waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. No matter what mood I'm in, McDonald's has a deal that's here for it. Like right now, I can mix and match two of my favorites for just $3.49. So if I'm feeling a little extra, I get a McDouble with two tasty beef patties. If I'm feeling nostalgic, oh, I go with a classic like a juicy McChicken. And no matter how I'm feeling, a golden crispy small fries always sounds like a good idea. All this food talk is bringing on a new mood. Hungry. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg on Saturday, July 22nd, which is my daughter Hannah and Jeremy's first anniversary. And I guess it, I don't know if it. Do you feel like it's been a year since you did the deed with your daughter? No. And the thing about it is, um, 
July 22nd last year was a Saturday. So, I mean, usually it doesn't hit two years in a row unless there's a leap year or something in there. And I don't know if we had – this wasn't leap year. But something happened because I know she got married on July 22nd, and I know it was on a Saturday. And today is July 22nd, yeah. and it's Saturday again. So maybe maybe we all missed it. Congratulations to Hannah. Yep. They are up in the mountains of Georgia someplace. Uh, I told Hannah that if she hears banjo music, run. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they're going kayaking or canoeing or anything. But uh, anyway, let's take a look at what happened last week, and we'll start out with the Cup Series, which ran the Crayon 301 at uh, Loudon, New Hampshire, and they ran it on Monday. And as Deb pointed out, that was a uh, – third monday win of the year for uh martin truex so uh that's kind of interesting but he was the winner and second was joey logano who i almost picked today i got a feeling about him too kyle larson was third kevin harvick fourth brad keselowski fifth tyler reddick sixth denny hamlin seventh bubba wallace was eighth austin Dillon ninth and chase briscoe tenth um i'm trying to think if anything particularly stands out about that race I know Kyle Busch uh, finished dead last. He had a crash due to, uh, I think they said it was a brake failure. And uh, they were talking about how they had so many brake failures at um, a similar track, which was Gateway down in uh, Madison, Illinois, which has got long straightaways and pretty tight turns. And uh, uh, that's just uh, a lot of wear and tear on the brakes. And you're going a lot faster than you are at Martinsville, where there's also a lot of wear and tear on the brakes. And uh, did y'all do anything special for brakes on tracks like Martinsville? Oh, we we done a bunch on brakes. I, I remember we were down at uh, Road Atlanta uh, with Wally Dolan back. Testing. Testing. And uh, the, the end result was, it's like Wally said, he said, uh, and if we run a lap around there, it was just un, unreal for a stock car. But uh, when it comes to brakes, like he said, it's fine if you got them. If you got them, use them. If you ain't got them, you're in trouble. Well, um, he was in trouble. He crashed. He finished dead last. Uh, there was also um, Eric Almarola was having a good race, and he had read he uh, he had led quite a bit of it, and uh, he was involved in a crash, not of his own making. Uh, Corey LaJoy crashed, uh, or but he he did get back out there. And uh, Noah Cragson, who is not my favorite driver, as most people know, uh, is crashing just about every week. Only, thank goodness, he's not taking anybody with him like he usually yeah. does. Good for that. Yeah. The point standings. Uh, William Byron is the point leader with four wins. Second is Martin Truex. He's tied, well, he's second because based on the stage points. But uh, he is second, and Kyle Busch, who also has three wins, is third. Fourth is Kyle Larson with two wins. Fourth is Christopher Bell, and these next uh, several guys have one win. Christopher Bell is fifth. Denny Hamlin, sixth. Ross Chastain, seventh. Ryan Blaney, eighth. Joey Logano, ninth. Tyler Reddick, tenth. And Ricky Stenhouse is 11th. And all those last guys have uh, one win. And um, 12th through 16. Don't have a win yet, and they're really scrambling to uh, to get into the playoffs. Is um, Kevin Harvick is twelfth in his farewell season? Thirteenth is Brad Keselowski. Fourteenth, Chris Busher. Fifteenth, 
Bubba Wallace, and 16th is Michael McDowell. I meant to ask Deb, I see where Michael McDowell may be uh, uh, moving up, uh, maybe with a uh, a bigger, more well-financed team, and uh, we'll have more about that later and which team it's going to be. But I don't know if he's going to stay with front row racing a whole lot longer. But he is 16th, and he's in the playoffs right now. On the outside looking in, uh, 17th is Daniel Suarez, 18th, A.J. Allmendinger, 19th, Ty Gibbs, and 20th is Alex Bowman, who's having a pretty disappointing year. And um, they have six races left before uh, the playoffs, and those six tracks where they have to go are, of course, Pocono tomorrow, Richmond next week, then Michigan, the road course at Indianapolis, Watkins Glen, and Daytona. So uh, those are the six races left for the Cup guys before they uh, – for their playoff start. Let's look at uh, Xfinity, where unfortunately Jeremy did not have such a such a great um, race. And where in the heck are my Xfinity results? I've got them right here. I think they're stuck to ARCA. Here they are. Oh, by the way, going back to Cup for a second. I do this every week. The next race, of course, is tomorrow, and that will be the highpoint.com 400. And that's at 2.30 on USA. And there's a lot of racing this weekend. So, uh, um, I like racing. For that. You like racing? Yeah, I do. We ought to do a radio show about it. Yeah, we, yeah, we might do that one of these days. Xfinity. They ran at um, Loudon as well in the Am Better Health 200, which was won by John Hunter Nemechek, driving for Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs uh, swept both the races uh the Cup and the Xfinity last week. Chandler Smith was second, who was a truck driver, but he's coming on very strong now for uh, um, an Xfinity series. As it looks like he's obviously on the way up in his uh, racing career. He's driving for Colleague, the 16 car that uh, Almondinger drove last year. Uh, third was Austin Hill. Fourth, Daniel Henry. Fifth, Sammy Smith. Sixth, Justin Allgaier. Seventh, Jeb Burton. Eighth, Josh Williams. Ninth, Brett Moffitt. And tenth, Mason Massey. Uh, Jeremy Clements, in a car that was prominently sponsored by uh, this radio station on the rear quarter panels. A good-looking car it was, too. He finished 15th on the lead lap and, uh, you know, just uh, didn't really have it again and we hope that he will be uh a little bit better this week he's uh, getting better he's adjusting the new equipment well i i don't know what it is but they race today at 5 30 uh i think deb said five i believe it's 5 30 i'll be pulling for him checking well we always pull for him he's our man but the xfinity point standings now they have eight races left and they take the top 12 their point standings john hunter Nemechek is first with four wins Second is Austin Hill. Third, Cole Custer. Austin Hill has three wins. Cole Custer, two. The next four guys have one win apiece, and that's fourth, Justin Allgaier. Fifth, Chandler Smith. Sixth, Sammy Smith. Seventh, Jeb Burton. Eighth through 12 do not have wins yet, and they are Jeb Burton, Josh Berry, Daniel Hemrick, Seth Mayer. Excuse me. 11th, Sheldon Creed, and 12th, Riley Herbst. 
the eight races before they go to their playoffs. And, uh, you know, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Jeremy is 19th. He's 145 points back, which isn't, I mean, that's pretty far, but he was 160 points back last week. So he did gain a little bit, but he'd have to gain a lot in the next eight races. So uh, he needs to win one of them. And those races are at Pocono today, then Road America, where he did win a few years ago. Very fast track at Michigan, Indianapolis Raceway, uh, Indianapolis Road Course, sorry. Then Watkins Glen, so that's us, two road courses in a row. Daytona, Darlington, and Kansas. So those are the tracks left before the playoffs start for Xfinity. Of course, um, I've got a little note here. This is interesting, Greg. I found this out, uh, Greg and Ronnie. There's a, a car in uh, the race today driven by uh, Jeb Burton who's honoring Major Thomas McGuire Jr., who was the second leading ace during World War II. He flew a P-38 Lightning, Lockheed P-38 Lightning, in the in the Pacific Theater. And he, uh, there's a picture of the car, which you can't see on radio, but uh, it's, uh, it's a nice-looking car. It's uh, painted up. A lot of history. Uh, as, a, as a combination of the five different P-38s that uh, Major McGuire flew, and uh, unfortunately, Major McGuire was killed on January 7th, 1945 in the Philippines, but he did win the Medal of Honor. So uh, look for number 27 today, Jeb Burton in the uh, Xfinity race honoring uh, one of our war heroes. I think that's pretty neat. So let's uh, do ARCA, which I don't have. Maybe I can get it during the, the commercial or something. we got a long break coming up. But they ran last week at um, uh, Iowa for the Calypso 150. I was wondering what Calypso was, and I found out, boys, that it's lemonade. So he ran. Uh, they ran the Calypso 150 lemonade race last week at at Iowa, and the winner was Luke Finhouse. And I wasn't familiar with him, but he had a heck of a battle with William Saulich, and they don't like each other. And it was pointed out that they didn't like each other from going way back in, uh, you know, their early earlier days. They're both, you know, up and coming drivers now, but they uh, they have a history and they finished one two at Iowa. We'll have to keep our eyes on them. Jesse Love was third. Lavar Scott fourth. Tony Breitinger was fifth. The uh, Victoria's Secret model. Andres Perez de Lara was sixth, Christian Rose seventh, Connor Jones eighth, Frankie Malcolm in the middle, Munez ninth, and John Garrett was tenth. Of course, they ran again this morning, and Jesse Love won it. He's won, I think that's his fifth win, and uh, that was the Sunset Hill Shooting Range 150, and we'll see if we can't get some further results on that. I appreciate when we were trying to figure out if they'd even run that race right before we went to Deb. Uh, Trent Lancaster texted in and told us, told me that, uh, um, Jesse Love had won. Appreciate that, Trent. You're, uh, you keep this up and you'll be an official, uh, official correspondent of Start Your Engine. So, uh, appreciate that information. We're going to take a break now and come back and talk to Nick Firestone. Nick's the grand, great grandson of Harvey Firestone, as I said earlier. And, uh, he's done some racing, um, in his past with Indy Lights and 
He's heavily involved in go-karting right now, from what I understand. But we're coming back and talk to Nick. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Team USA won its opener at the Women's World Cup on Saturday with a 3-0 victory over Vietnam behind a pair of goals from Sophia Smith. Team captain Lindsey Horan scored the other. Lionel Messi made his Major League Soccer debut on Friday night for Inter-Miami and scored a dramatic free-kick goal in second-half stoppage time to give them a 2-1 Leagues Cup victory over Cruz Azul of Mexico. Golf in round three at the Open. Brian Harmon has the lead at nine under par overall. However, he just bogeyed his second hole of the third round, so his lead is now down to three shots over Tommy Fleetwood, who birdied his second hole in round three, as well as John Rahm, who shot an eight under 63 today to move to within three shots of the lead as well. A few years back, when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you're not there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That's why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you'll ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, financial advisor Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janney Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. The attorneys at Carolina Law Group are your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who was recently voted his best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com. Spartanburg, when you're looking for the home of the best sports coverage around, we're talking about greatest ever, spectacular talent. Good news, you're already there. It's us, Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM. We're your home for the Spartanburg Vikings, the Atlanta Braves, the South Carolina Gamecocks, and Duke basketball. Plus, your most trusted source for the best high school coverage around. This is Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM. Gentlemen, start your ringtone. 
Live from our studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports Spartanburg presents Start Your Engines. Here is your race team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black, author and veteran motorsports journalist Deb Williams, local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill, former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore, and here is your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines, and it's my pleasure to welcome back a good friend of the show that we uh, have on every year, Nick Firestone. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. How are you guys? We're doing great. Yeah, Nick, uh, tell us exactly kind of where you're at. You know, we we got time zones a little bit mixed up, and I think you're in a rain delay, but uh, there is a lot of history. Luckily, I mean, it's supposed to be uh, Indy next race. I'm out at Iowa Speedway and uh, for the IndyCar doubleheader. And uh, they have an Indy Next race as well. Uh, and Parnelli Jones' uh, grandson, Jagger Jones, is racing in that. But uh, they're all on Firestone tires, and it's a great event anyway. They actually promote this thing as, like, when you watch the ads all year, it's like, well, you know, four concerts. And then, by the way, you're, there's also an IndyCar race, and your ticket to the race gets you into the concerts. I mean, it's Carrie Underwood. Uh, wow. Kenny Chesney. Uh, Zach Brown Band and Ed Sheeran. So Carrie Underwood is like tonight. I think uh, no, yeah, Kenny Chesney is before the con- the race today. I mean, it's pretty amazing, and it packed the place last year. And, and it's a beautiful facility. I mean, it's like brand new, and it's literally in the middle of America's home. I mean, it's rolling hills and corn as far as the eye can see. So they've done a great job with this event. So it's, it's great to be back. Yeah, it's great to be back, Nick. I tell you. Uh, yeah. Firestone is just such has such a presence in motorsports. Uh, they have, I mean, they great make great street tires. We won championships with them. Uh, you know, thinking about Parnelli and all that stuff, and it was actually more than that. We actually uh, used uh, Firestone dirt tires. I think at Greenville Pickens, the one with uh, David Pearson in the fifteen car. So didn't I? Um, I was going to say something about Firestone, and I forgot what it was. Go ahead, Greg. Well, uh, yeah, well, I, it's interesting because my daughter is Annabelle. She's uh, 21, about to graduate from SMU in Dallas, but uh, with a marketing degree. But you know, huge part of Firestone marketing. In fact, according to the head of marketing for Firestone, their whole platform is based around the Indy 500, which is great because that's what my great grandfather did. You know, sponsor guys back then, you know, sponsor guys like, you know, your dad's team, you know, in Ford and the Trans Am series. And um, so she's um, she's uh, she's here interning with the racing program. And so she's calling me with, like, all kinds of information. I mean, it, it's really astounding, even though, you know, Goodyear's not here. Um, it, to me, personally, it's more fun when there is a tire war, but... Um, Firestone's did such a great job when they came back that basically drove Goodyear out of sport. I mean, they just had a better, more competitive tire. In fact, Michael Andretti was like our best spokesperson when he was on the, on the other tires because he was like, hey, I can't catch the Firestone cars. <laughs> and That's good. Everyone good Fire- for him. Yeah, seriously, everyone at Firestone, like, all I talked to the guys <laughs> in marketing back then, like, we can't buy this. Like, like he literally says that every – because, you know, he's on the podium all the time, and he's always, like, second or third. And so, uh, but – I mean, there's, like, so much engineering. Like, I didn't realize they have a different engineer for each tire. In other words, they got an oval tire guy, they got a road course, you know, guy, and they have a rain tire guy. 
and I, I say guy, but actually the head of all of the engineering for Firestone is also a woman, a woman named Tara, I, I can't remember, Kostala. Uh, I always joke with her that she married, like, you know, Eastern European NHL guy, because, you know, there's no, no vowels <laughs> in her last name. <laughs> I know what I was going to say, Nick. I'm not that old, but uh, I, I did remember. Wasn't Parnelli Jones, I mean, I associate him exclusively with Firestone. Seems like he was... Was he not a distributor or something? And I, yeah, I could no, just see was. him wearing a Firestone hat all the time. Yeah, no, he had, uh, I want to say, 30 stores in California. Yeah. It could be more. Um, yeah, he had a whole tagline, and I used to have a T-shirt forever with like a little custom band on it with a big Firestone logo that said, I got my stones from Parnelli Jones. That <laughs> <laughs> was a, a big tagline. and uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was a huge Firestone guy. I mean, it's one of the reasons, um, you know, we're on the map in terms of, you know, competitiveness and IndyCar. I mean, he was one of our testing guys. And then through, through him, you know, we, uh, Mario also tested. Mario talks about all the time. I mean, when he was a rookie and everything, he was, you know, quickly chosen to be one Firestone test drivers. And he's like, look, all those laps, all that time, all that seat time was like a tremendous benefit to his career. Um, you know, and coming from someone like that, I mean, the guys obviously got talent like crazy, but, uh, you know, as you know, nothing beats deep time. I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter how talented you are, you know, if you got another guy putting time in, you know, he's eventually going to catch you if you don't get that equal amount of time in the car. Yep. Nick, Nick one now. thing I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but, uh, but I did, I'm bad about that. But, uh, one thing that, that I got thinking about when you said Mario Andretti, uh, Mario Andretti did test our car one time, and it was uh, in between round 68, and we were going around Riverside, and we had on Firestone, and was running wicked fast, and the doggone thing broke an upper control arm or something, didn't it, Perry? I, I know he tore it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, a part on the car broke, and... uh yeah, he got torn up. I don't know. And mean he the did. thing was that he come in. He said, "Man, if we'd have made that lap, he said, but something broke on it." And he said, "Well, put it on the truck." But he was he was really getting the job done on him Firestones. It wasn't a tire problem. It was it was a mechanical a mechanic problem. My problem. And I was out a stock car or a Trans Am car. Which car was it? Do you remember? Yeah, he he was in a stock car. It was number sixteen. Yeah, it was tiny tiny car. Tiny's car. It, it was, was in tiny. Yeah. When Tiny drove in 68, that's when it, I remember when that happened. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, could you imagine? I guess they had to change the seat between Tiny Lunn and Mario Andretti. They did. Because, <laughs> I mean, you could put about, you could put two Mario Andrettis in Tiny's seat, I would imagine. Yeah, we, we definitely had to change. Hey, well, I mean, that was like, I was two years old, but it wasn't the joke that, isn't Tiny actually a big guy? He's huge. He was. I mean, he, but he was, dog. he wasn't fat. He was just, he was big. No. Big, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, a no, I know what you mean. Big guy. Well, well, Nick, uh, Nick, if you ever got in a position that you had to run another kind of tire other than Firestone, would they drum you out of the family? Uh, did I ever get in that position? Luckily, well, ironically, you know, Bridgestone bought Firestone in 1988, and then I graduated college the very next year, and then I went over to Europe to race. And luckily for me, there was this great series by this American guy, and the tire was Bridgestone. And because the Japanese are, by heritage, are 
very into like family tradition. And obviously you have a brand like Firestone, they can't, you know, they want to protect it, nurture it, build it. So they gave me a tire supply while I was over there for that series. But yeah, I mean, at one point, you know, I was so hell bent on being an IndyCar driver in the seventies when I was, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old. And, and at that point, Firestone pulled out. And so it was a little bit of a dilemma for me, like, Hey, like I really, really, really want to be an IndyCar driver. So I may have to bite the bullet and, you know, run on someone else's tires. But luckily for me, so I went over to Europe in 1990 and we did like eight of our races with Formula One. We're only car on the track. I've been on most of the tracks. Like this weekend and there in Hungary, I've been on that track. I was actually very fast there. Um, but all of a sudden in 93 or 92, Firestone announced that they were going to come back into Indy Lights racing, they called it at the time with a brand new car and so I was like oh I'm going back and that's you know and then what we didn't know was that they did that as a precursor and as a test bed to learn to go back to any car racing that was always the plan when they first went back to any lights they sort of kept that all hush hush but there's a gentleman he's like the CEO of uh, Bridgestone um, in Japan a guy named Shu Shibashi his name actually translates to Stone Bridge and they just reversed it. Name the tire. <laughs> That's unreal. But, yeah, and, you know, to, to sort of, uh, I mean, you know, if, when I was in college, I would have gotten in trouble for plagiarizing for doing that. Like, you know, I'm going home. Um, <laughs> but, you know, because he was saying, they were, you know, I would like to think, or, you know, I've been told, like, you know, to capitalize on the Firestone brand equity worldwide, right? But anyway, you know, they ended up with Firestone anyway. So now we're all one big happy family, but, when they bought the company in 1988 and I don't know, a couple years in there was like a rumor or you know, everyone thought, Oh, they're going to pull the Firestone name, which, you know, obviously that would be the dumbest thing ever. I mean, well, why, right. would you just, why would you get rid of a worldwide recognized brand? But the head of motorsports back then told me this. So they actually did a dealer survey. All the Firestone stores you see, Firestone Fleet Auto Co., they're all company owned. So there's 1200 rooms back in like 1990, whatever. They sent out a survey, and they said, "Hey, what can we do to like ensure that, like, you know, like to like assure you that we're not getting rid of the Firestone name?" And to a dealer, 1,200 dealers, 1,200 independent, you know, stores across the country, they said either one, two, or three was go back to Indy. So Shu Ishibashi came over, got a tour of the uh, Indy Car Museum, Indianapolis Motor Speedway Museum, and he's like. He's telling me, it's like, look, I see Firestone, 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 Firestone everywhere. Like, first car, like, more wins than anybody. And so then they just, they went on a course. They're like, okay, we're going to come back. And so by 95, um, they were back. And so for me, I did not have to worry about getting on an Indy car with someone else's tires because I actually tried to qualify for Indy in 99. I didn't make the race, but I did all the practice, rookie orientation, you know, couple of qualifying attempts and falling firestone tires and it's interesting because i have 44 cousins in my generation wow and i don't how i don't know how many like behind me and I, you know but no one to this day in my family besides me has ever raced on their indy next tires it's called now or their indycar tires that's that's great now, you know talking about japan that was one thing uh when we went over there uh and in, in, in all fairness to, to NASCAR and Goodyear, but uh, a lot of people in the Japanese, uh, and even even Bud said, uh, we got out there and said, well, Goodyear's fine, but what about Firestone? Firestones need to be on the car out here. 
in Japan. And there was actually some, a lot of comments about that. Uh, huh. And uh, they, they, they still have an allegiance. We're talking to Nick Firestone. Nick, you know, I'm a huge Indianapolis 500 fan. I love that museum up there. But I just remember every year uh, in Life Magazine or Sports Illustrated or whatever, I think I remember it in Life Magazine, they, they'd have the full-page ad for Firestone and a picture of every winning car. And it was almost every single year. And, uh, of course, going all the way back to Ray Haroon and uh, the first Indy 500 in 1911. And they um, and I'm currently reading a book that I've read two or three times. on the, uh, It's called Thunder at Sunrise, and it's about the Vanderbilt Cup and, and the grand prize race that they ran in Savannah and Milwaukee and the Indy 500. And, and it, the book ends at 1916. But it's, I mean, Firestone was so heavily involved, you know, at the very beginning of auto racing in this country. And it's, uh, I mean, the, the name and the heritage and everything is just, it's unbelievable. It's, un, it's unmatchable. Well, it's interesting. I mean, I agree. It's 100%. And, but it's, if you think about it, like, when the car was first built, and I mean, they were trying to drive on, like, roads that were made for horse carriages. I mean, I race off-road now a lot, and, um, I mean, I, I can imagine that the roads in Santa Baja are not that much different than the roads at the beginning of, like, you know, the, the uh, you know, modern age and, like, you know, 1900s when people were trying to get from A to B. And so, I mean, among other things, my great-grandfather was really, like, a marketing genius. And so, like, what better way to show, like, because back then it's like, look, we're going to go on a 30 mile drive. We got like two spare tires and we got this and that because, you know, there's every chance we're going to have a little like breakdown, have to fix it and still get there. But it's like, look, what better way to show everyone, hey, listen, these tires can go 500 miles in a 70 mile an hour race car, which is huge back then. Yeah. You know, and not pop. So I'm pretty sure if you buy my tires, you're going to make it to your destination. Um, and, uh, I mean, yeah, it was, it was a huge, in my opinion, like a great vision and, you know, to latch on to the speedway. I mean, obviously I'm heavily biased, but it really does make sense. And I read a speech, it was the 150th anniversary of my great grandfather's birthday a couple years ago, like let's say five or six years ago. And they have like 1,200 to two, actually they had like 2,000 people at India they entertained. Um, it, it died down a little bit after COVID and they're building it back up. But at this point, there's 2,000 dealers from around the world. And the night, Friday night, they wanted me to read a speech that my great-grandfather wrote um, to everyone. And this speech was from 1933. And everything about that speech was accurate because he's talking about, like, look, it, you what you know about speed is nothing compared to what these drivers know about speed, like, they are not just drivers; they're artists. Like they have to anticipate the conditions. They have to, you know, like and poor visibility, blah blah blah. The only part that wasn't applicable to that speech is like, and the you know the drivers today are on the same tires you can buy on the store. That's the only part, because everything else, like all of our engineers are here, they're taking data, they're learning from this. It goes into the, the road, you know, into the road tires eventually. The only thing that wasn't the same from a 1933 speech. So 90 years later was um, the fact that it's not the street tires anymore. Wow. Fascinating. It was awesome. It was like one of the coolest things I've done in my life. (laughs) That sounds great. And and speaking of your great-grandfather, when he was in his heyday, 
y'all your family actually owned a huge rubber tree farm in south america is that right i think so yeah um i mean you may be better on my family history than i am so <laughs> embarrassing is that it's but you know what's so funny? Hold on, I just I just read this. So I was I was telling you earlier, like I was the only family member that ever based on the tires. Well, supposedly Harvey Jr. I just read this story earlier this year. Supposedly Harvey Jr. Uh oh, I think they're qualifying. I'll go try and go inside the truck. But Harvey Jr. went to like a fair a couple towns over under the name like let's just say Derek Skinner. Like I'm just making up a name. Oh yeah. And entered a car and race. And then what they told their dad they were going over to check out the races. And so he entered this car. He wins, right? And so it's in the paper, like, on Monday, and there's a story about they come down, and and Harvey's like, hey, senior to junior, is like, hey, did you guys get to the fair? He's like, yeah. He's like, what about that Derek Skinner? And all of a sudden, Harvey <laughs> Jr. Like, knew that he was busted. He's like, all right, Dad, yeah, sorry, that won't happen. Like, yeah, no, happen like, you, are, you are forbidden from ever stepping foot in another race car, because think about it back then. I mean, yeah. You know, it's never been safe, but back then it was like ridiculously dangerous. We didn't have all saying of anything. So, I, I so think, yeah. So I guess, but I don't know what tire he's on. I'm assuming he's on fire or something, but I don't know if that counts. Yeah. So I guess I better, better footnote him. So you know, I don't get you know in trouble for plagiarizing. You know, I think the last so, time we talked to you, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you were in Mexico at some sort of off-road race. You, yeah, that's why I, I do that now. I mean. It's funny because I was just thinking about what you said about based on someone else's tire. Well, that's um, T.J. Jones has been a lifelong friend, you know, because of Parnelli and everything. Right. Uh, he knew a guy that um, owned uh, Method Wheels and Tensor Tires, and Tensor makes a really good UTV tire, but um, they don't really make street tires, so I really don't have a problem using their tires. Although, there's a guy in Firestone Marketing that was like, look, I've been trying to tell him forever to get into the UTV fire market, which is huge. Out, I, mean, I don't know about you, where you guys are, but in the Southwest, it's massive, the UTV thing. The, you know, Can-Am, right. Polaris, is the little yep. side-by-side. Oh, I imagine it would be pretty popular in Virginia, right? Yeah, it's real big in the South. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yes, I was racing a UTV um, in Mexico. I've been down there twice already this year. I go back for the nor 500 race in um like october but then the one i'm really looking forward to is we're running the baja 1000 in november but for the first time in its 56 year history the baja 1000 is going to start down south in cabo and run all the way north and end in Ensenada. normally we go down the peninsula this year we're going up so that should be pretty cool um is there anything uh before we have to let you go that you want to you want to promote or plug or uh, i mean uh, from what i was looking on the the internet last night are you still heavily involved with go-karting no it's so funny um someone just said no i gotta I, I, i'm not the best at updating my linkedin i do i do race <laughs> go-karts I, I was i was doing a newsletter but i, I don't do that anymore but no I, I mean you know we right now like the, the way we talked about firestone is about, about the best thing i can think of so i don't really have much else going on and um so you guys get a freebie on this one. Um, <laughs> well, this uh, is this has practically been a, a so far a twenty five minute a Firestone commercial, which I think is great. Yeah, oh, I know. It is I'm going to go talk to them. Maybe I get some money from them. I don't know. I'm, so, <laughs> you know. Well, I tell you, here in Spartanburg, I was with the Goodyear. Uh, you're talking about their service centers and things, and I was with Goodyear for quite a while. And I don't remember what they did to make me mad, but I went to uh, I, I went to Firestone, and that's the only tire credit card that I've got. And they, I mean. 
It's right the, here in my car. It's the friendliest people that I've ever seen up here at Hillcrest Shopping. Yeah, and just, they'll, they'll change it all and do everything. They do anything. And, they, and, I, and, took my lawnmower, I took my lawnmower tire up there one time, and uh, uh, and the guy refused to, you know, to uh, accept any money. He said, ah, just bring your car in. And I said, well, I bring three of them in here all the time. But uh, I, I just I love Firestone's, uh, the way they I handle their, their customers and the, the personality of the people there and they're You're just uh, really great. You're fantastic. Well, they're, they're making, yeah, I appreciate that. I, I, and, um, I agree with you. And, uh, in fact, we got to speak at the, I met the guy that runs that's now 2,200 of those stores and he had us come speak. That was like the other great honor of my life. I was up on stage and he was like, just talk, like talking about how everything is now and like your great grandfather and their vision. And so, um, but I went up there. I had my daughter speaking on my right. She went first. I had my son speaking on my left. They both did a great job. I spoke. And um, But the reason I tell you the story is, I mean, they've really put in the effort in those stores. So they've had record years back to back. And you don't, as you guys know, you don't do that by not uh, putting the customer first. Exactly. And, you know, making everyone happy. So I really appreciate it. So, you know. I guess we can wrap up the. This is almost an infomercial, so hopefully we don't lose all your viewers, <laughs> <or> listeners. <laughs> well, it's been a great infomercial, and we, we, Greg gets us great guests. We had Johnny Rutherford last week, and now you and uh, and uh, it's uh, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. We have you every year, and I oh, hope uh, we can continue to do it. Okay, yeah. Well, if we do it next year, because Johnny Rutherford used to go to this fried chicken place in, at Indianapolis after the race of Parnelli. And next time I talk to you guys, because I know I'm out of time, you have to remind me to tell you that story because I went up there one year. Parnelli jumped in one car with my dad and my PJ um, and I, and then Rick Mears jumped in another after he won Indy, and they raced up there. And you guys have to. <laughs> we got to remember was, that, Greg. It was oh, riding we remember epic. That. I remember it. I almost told it this time, but since you mentioned Johnny Rutherford, because I've seen Johnny up, but it's called the Iron Skillet in uh, Indianapolis. Iron Skillet. Up there. Yep. Yep, he I'm was the one telling me that he and Parnelli used to go there since like 1962 or six. I mean, long ass time. So. Well, he. Uh, oh, sorry. Jo- no, that's okay. <laughs> um, Johnny's 85 years old, and he sounds like he's 35. I mean, he was. Just, he's just yeah, a no, great guest. Yeah, he is. And I've talked to him, and I think he was. He was there the year I tried to qualify, and he was one of the guys you could lean on, and he was great. He's just a great guy. Nick, yeah. we got to let you. Want, if I'm on Indy three well, times, I, I would not be the greatest guy. All right, I'll let you guys go. No, no. Well, it sounds like you're getting some action going on there. I, I guess the track's yeah. dry, and uh, that's good for watching television this afternoon for because uh, I'm looking forward to the Indy race there. Yeah, that's coming on. They're qualifying right now. So. All right, all right, boys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nick. Thank you so much, okay. Nick, and uh, be safe. We'll talk to you next year. Yeah, you too. Yeah, thanks, guys. All, all right. right, sounds good. All right. Nick Firestone turned out to be a great guest. Oh, he he always things is. work out. He could we couldn't have done that at ten o'clock. I mean, I guess we could have, but it's so much better, you know, to get the show rolling and then get into a long because I gave him seven extra minutes. Well, so, yeah, uh, and and the thing was, it's just like I said, it, me and you were talking about it coming up here, uh, and you know about coming on at ten. That that that, that doesn't work. I gotta that, get, that, that doesn't work. I, I got to get the show so started. So we text him. We texted him and told him, Ronnie texted him and said, we got to come on at 11. Well, he come on at 11. Well, so, and we had a little work. help from Mother Nature there. So, But we're a little behind. Let me take a break, and we'll come back and do some more results and uh, take this this show to the finish line. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. 
start your engines. We'll be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Spring is here, and so are the savings at Greer Nissan. Deals are in full bloom this month on all your favorite Nissan models, like a new 2023 Sentra or Frontier. Your choice, lease for only $199 a month. Or hit the road in a new Nissan Road, lease for only $299 a month. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard, or shop online 24-7 at GreerNissan.com. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting Spartan-Waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Weekdays at 3 p.m. It's Spartanburg County's longest-running radio show. The sports voice across the region for nearly 20 years. There is no substitute for decades of experience. Talking everything local, from high school football and basketball to Carolina and Clemson. It's open mic. And we have the studs. With Ryan Clary, Alex Smith, and Anthony Greer. Don't miss a moment beginning weekdays at 3 on Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Ronnie, I figured out why my daughter's wedding was on a Saturday last year and the same date. This year is a Saturday. It's because she was married on the 23rd, not the 22nd. Yeah, you had the date wrong. Jeez. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I remember it now, all those invitations. and Oh, yeah. Telling everybody she's getting married on July 23rd, and I'm here. I thought it was the 22nd. So, anyway, enough of that. 
she uh, uh, uh about one o'clock this morning when it was actually the 22nd i uh congratulated her and jeremy on their first anniversary and she just probably woke up and answered me that uh thank you you're a day early it's tomorrow so, okay anyway let's do some results here oh well first let's thank lanny mckinney who maintains the Budmore Engineering website and does our podcast and records the show for us and has a has a website for us now that I need to get on. I say that every week, but I'm going to pretty soon and maybe put some stories and some pictures on it. But uh, Lanny, we appreciate everything you do and uh, we uh, we depend on you. And you're a part of the show as much as anybody that we have here. So uh, thank you for everything. Let's look at the Traffman Truck Truck Series. If I can get that out. They uh, didn't race last week, but they raced today at noon, just about the time we're uh, going off the air. They will be on FS1 for the CRC Brake Lane 150, and that will be at Iowa. So uh, is that right there at Iowa? I don't know if they're at Iowa or not. I didn't write it down here. I think they are. I think they're out there with the Indy cars okay. because Xfinity is with, up with Pocono with the stock cars. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the truck standings, now they have, as uh, pointed out earlier, they have two races left before their playoffs. Uh, today at Iowa and then uh, next week at Richmond. But the um, point standings as far as the truck go, Corey Heim is the points leader with two wins. Second is Zane Smith with two wins. Third is Ty Majeski. Fourth is Ben Rhodes. He has a win. Fifth is Grant Enfinger. He has two wins. Um, as does sixth place Christian Eckes. Seventh is Carson Hosevar. He has two wins. Eighth, Matt D. Benedetto. Ninth is Nick Sanchez. And tenth, Matt Crafton. They, uh, as I said, they have two races left before they go. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, Richmond. Today at uh, Iowa and next week at Richmond. So uh, that's the points for the trucks. Looking over to Indy, where we just talked to Nick Firestone, who was on the scene at Iowa Speedway, where they run a doubleheader. They run a race today, and then they race again uh, tomorrow. And we'll have the TV times and everything here in just a second. I'll give you the one for today. But first, let's talk about last week where they ran the Honda Indy Toronto. And that, of course, was in Toronto, Canada. And the winner was Christian Lungard, who picked up his first win. And he was a very happy young man. Second was the red-hot Alex Pelot, who had won three in a row and four out of five. So um, he is, uh, we'll do the points here in a second, but he has got a pretty good stranglehold on the point lead right now. Third was Colton Herta. Fourth, Scott Dixon. Fifth, Joseph Newgarten. Sixth, Scott McLaughlin, who we talked about earlier, was the uh, supercar driver for Penske and moved up a few years ago to uh, IndyCar. Seventh, Marcus Armstrong. And if I'm not mistaken, he, he drives for Ganassi. If I'm not mistaken, he was a supercar driver, too. Yeah, he was. Apparently. Yeah, right. he's from New Zealand. And uh, eighth is Patricio O'Ward, ninth Graham Rahal, and tenth uh, Felix Rosenquist. They uh, raced at Toronto, and it was—I mean, it wasn't a 
an extremely exciting race, but they started out on the wrong foot with a crash right off the bat that took out a Foyt's car with uh, Benjamin Peterson. Ryan Hunter Ray was in it. Uh, Then Tom Blomquist, who came over from uh, Meyer Shanks' IMSA team, where they had just won a few weeks ago at Bowmanville in Canada. I think that might have been last week or a week before last. So Meyer Shank gave him a shot in uh, the uh, car that Simon Pagino normally drives. Simon is still, he must have got shaken up in that big flip at, at Road America a little worse than everybody thought he was. He flipped six he, and a half times. Oh, he did. He did. I, I, I think he was, you know, a little bit more rattled than, than we thought. Yeah, but he missed another race last week. And his, uh, so they gave Blomquist uh, a shot in the car and he didn't do much better. He, he didn't even, uh, he didn't even make uh, but six laps before he hit something. He, In fact, what he hit was Jack Harvey. There were several other crashes. Ramon Groshan crashed uh, with Devlin DeFrancisco. So, uh, anyway, that one was last week. And this week, they will run today. Part of a doubleheader. Um, and, the, uh, and that's at NB, um, 3 o'clock on NBC. I'll get it out in a second. I don't have the name of the race today, but I put down the name of the one tomorrow, which is the High V Deals dot com two fifty. But that's at Iowa, uh, and that's tomorrow at three PM on NBC. I'll get those T V times just a second for uh for what they're um from when they're on today. The point standings for IndyCar, as I said, Alex Polo is the leader. And he has a whopping 117-point lead over Scott Dixon. Third is the Indianapolis 500 race winner Joseph Newgarden. Fourth, Marcus Erickson. Fifth, Patricio O'Ward. Sixth, Scott McLaughlin. Seventh, Christian Lungard, who just won his first race. Eighth, Will Power. Ninth, Colton Herta. And tenth is Alexander Rossi. Looking on down the line, Kyle Kirkwood is 11th. Roman Groshan is 13th. Uh, and my man driving Foyt's car, Santino Ferrucci, is 18th. And he's really not doing too much except uh, on the oval tracks and did real well at Indianapolis. i tell you what, um, let's take a break, get the next one out of the way a tad early, and then take it all the way to the finish. You are listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Spring is here, and so are the savings at Greer Nissan. Deals are in full bloom this month on all your favorite Nissan models, like a new 2023 Sentra or Frontier. Your choice, lease for only $1.99 a month. Or hit the road in a new Nissan Road, lease for only $2.99 a month. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online 24-7 at GreerNissan.com. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. 
Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Tracing roots to 1832, Janney is a leading financial services firm dedicated to putting clients' needs first. With nearly 200 years of experience, we are committed to providing services and solutions tailored to fit your unique needs and preferences to help clients reach their personal and business goals. When you're seeking a long-term relationship built on trust and experience, financial advisor Trent Lancaster, located in the Spartanburg office, can provide seasoned advice, guidance, and support through every stage of your life and finances. We invite you to speak with Trent to explore ways in which he can help you and your future generations in planning for your future. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282 or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jannie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. The Country Meat Center in Woodruff is well known for our great cuts of beef, pork, and chicken. But we're so much more than just a great butcher shop. We also offer locally grown produce, delicious cakes and pies, a fully stocked deli with boar's head meats and cheeses, seafood brought in fresh from Charleston, as well as a great selection of wild game like bison, ostrich, and kangaroo for the adventurous home chef. We are locally owned and operated and will be happy to fill all your grocery needs. Shop local at the Country Meat Center, located at 10297 Highway 221, open 830 to 7, Monday through Saturday. Find an old 35mm film camera? Are you using one now? Do you want to? Where do you go to get your film developed? Spartan Photo Center, the last full-service camera store in South Carolina. They have all sorts of new and used cameras, digital and film. Remember film? They develop 35mm and 120-sized color negative film three times a week. Black and white every couple of weeks. Get your film developed, scanned, printed, or cloud-delivered to you by Google Drive or Dropbox. Need film? They've got film. 35mm, color and black and white. Spartan Photo Center, 108 Garner Road, just off North Pine Street, across from the Food Lion. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you'll get paid time off, health care benefits, free employee meals, competitive wages, and a flexible schedule. Apply today at McDonald's.com slash made. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's and McDonald's independently owned and operated franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Most McDonald's restaurants are operated by franchisees who are independent employers and set their own employment policies and practices for their employees. The benefits described here are available at McDonald's-owned restaurants and participating franchisees. And welcome back to the final segment of Start Your Engines. Greg tickled me during a break there when I was talking about not knowing where the races are and the people texting me in. Uh, Wayne Finley, who was our guest a couple of weeks ago, texted me that um, the trucks are in Pocono. I think I said Iowa. And uh, today's race is the Hy-Vee Homefront 250 at 3 p.m. on NBC. So uh, between Trent Lancaster and Wayne, I know we got two listeners. Oh, we got more than that. Yeah, yeah, because Mike's probably listening, so we we got three probably. No, we got we got more than that. But Greg says, uh, 
when I was talking about that during the break, he says, well, you know, clumsiness is what makes our show special. You said something like that. Yeah. Know. Yeah, I mean, and it does. Everything, it's like a signature. You know, you write Our signature it. is that we, I screw up too much. No, no, <laughs> no. You, 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 you get it right, Perry. You keep us straight. Yeah, I try my best, but uh, I tell you what, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy doing I this. I enjoy it. And, uh, I look forward to it I was just, all week long. I was just saying that the, the worst part about it is getting up to do it. That's yeah, the oh, part no. I can't stand because I sit up so late on Friday night. But like I said, I, got, I went to bed at 2.30. And I got up at 8.30. I mean, that's six hours. That's plenty of sleep for me because when I was wild and crazy and running around keeping really you were young. A, 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 unscheduled hours, you know, living in a day at a time, I, four and a half hours is all I needed. Yeah. You know, that's plenty of sleep for me. I, but So six last night should have been plenty. It's just that, I don't know, it's comfortable. Uh, I, <laughs> I'll, I'll make up for it tonight. Uh, yeah, tonight and Sunday morning. Maybe so, uh, at lunch, I will. Uh, well, no. You're going to take a nap at lunch? Don't do that. No, I ain't going to take a nap. Okay, let's go to some results here. Uh, still got 14 and a half minutes, so I got to talk slow or something. Y'all be thinking up some stories. But IMSA is off this week. Now, there are some uh, IMSA races on, and they start today at noon, and I'll talk about them when I do the TV schedule. But it's, uh, it's not the big class with the the prototype the hypercars that uh we talked so much about with the wheeling engineering and action uh, express racing but it's the corvettes and the porsches and the audis and all of those and it's uh it's a three-hour race from uh lime rock and it ought to be pretty exciting lime, lime rock uh connecticut they've had a lot of rain up up there but these guys, I don't think they care if it rains or not. They'll just slap on the rain tires and race anyway. So, They'll uh, do it anyway. Unless uh, unless it's a real gully washer, I don't think it's going to slow them down. But the, the other IMSA, the ones that we follow, the hypercars, they are off this week. And they don't race again. I don't think it's until August the 6th. Uh, if, that's a, if that's a weekend, I'm pretty sure. Here I go again, not being sure. But they... Uh, That'll be their next race. Uh, and But they're still leading the points. They had that lousy race where they finished, was it seventh a couple of weeks ago? Yep. And uh, at Bowmanville up in Canada. and uh, But it wasn't enough to take them out of the points lead. They have a 10-point lead. It got shaved down pretty much. And I would have thought with a seventh-place finish that they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't have held on to the point lead, but they did. And that's Pipo Durrani and Alexander Sims. And they uh, they have a 10-point lead over Nick Yololi and Connor DeFilippi, which is uh, said every week. That's the guy that Tyler Shugart interviews out at the BMW every year. And, of course, they're in a BMW, which is a, a really nice-looking car. And I'll, uh, that's probably the second car I pull for behind the Wheeling Engineering team. Third is Felipe Albuquerque and Ricky Taylor. And they are uh, another, I think they're, they're 29 points back, which is really close. Fourth is Nick Tandy and Matthew Jaminet. And fifth is Seabass, Sebastian Bourdais, and Ringer Vanderzandy. And he had a terrible wreck. I don't know if you saw that IMSA race a couple of weeks ago. You know, I showed you that when he had Ronnie back in a, where was it, in a, might have been Spa when he crashed into the, the grandstand and the car. Yeah. He had another one this past uh, race at Bowmanville up at a Canadian Tire Motorsports Park in Canada. Where he was coming down the 
the main straightaway there, and he didn't have any brakes. And, I mean, he locked that thing up and got up as close to the wall as he could. And um, he went right through where the turn was, and they didn't have a sand trap or anything. It was just straight into the tire mm-hmm. barrier. And um, he was moving still at a pretty good clip because he really couldn't slow down that much with all the garbage and marbles and trash that are, you know, on the fringes of the track. And he just slid through that and crashed into that tire wall. So old Ringer has uh, Ringer's been having a rough year with um, tearing up some cars. But he, he's a good driver, and uh, he's uh, in fifth with the IMSA. I texted with Mike a little bit last night, Mike Hill. And uh, even though he has retired from that team, the Wheeling Engineering team, I think they still uh, talk quite a bit. And he was telling me that they're testing right now and they're going to test at Indianapolis where they, uh, they're racing. They have never run those cars at Indianapolis before, and that's coming up in a few weeks. So, uh, in fact, that may be where they are August the 6th. Uh, once again, I don't have that on the schedule, but... Uh, or I don't have the schedule in front of me to tell you, but I, they are going to run those cars, and that'll be very interesting to see those big um, sports cars coming up the main straightaway at Indianapolis, surrounded by the huge grandstands and everything. That should be pretty cool. Coming up soon. Formula One. Well, they didn't run last week, but they will run tomorrow morning at the Hungaroring. We talked about that last week. Yep. For the Hungarian Grand Prix, and... Uh, Nick Firestone, if you noticed, he said it very quickly, but I picked up on it, that he said he ran very well at that track. And he, he, named, he named it, and he said he he, uh, he had some good times there, and that would have been with, the, I guess, the Formula 2 cars when he was over there in Europe in the 90s. But the point standings, they're, you know, pretty, uh, pretty one-sided with eight wins for Max Verstappen. They've only had two races, and the other two were won by his teammate, Sergio Perez. And... Um, that's just, uh, you know, there's no parity there whatsoever. It's amazing that you can win 10 races uh, or win eight of the 10 races. I mean, something's got to go wrong every once in a while with those narrow tracks and the fast speeds and the intricate cars and everything, and nothing goes wrong. I mean, for some somehow Red Bull is bulletproof. It seems. They, they seem like they are. They, the guys hold a pretty wheel or something. I mean, it, 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 it works. That's an expensive wheel. Very expensive. Very expensive. Oh, and I, I was not. I was want to get in one thing. Go ahead. We got uh, a lot of time. I really uh, owe a lot to the world's most underrated engine builder, my brother, Daryl Daryl Moore, uh, his wife, my nieces, uh, Candy and Missy, my wife. Uh, she keeps me straight, and uh, Nick even remembered uh, Berta checking checking them in at the uh, American Motorsport Hall of Fame with Farmer and all of them. And uh, Nick's a, a great guy. And, you know, thanks for the Delaney's and Clary and, and, and Ronnie and you and Perry. And I, I don't know who else to thank. Well, you're not leaving, are you? No. Well, you're thanking everybody like you're never going to see us again. You're just feeling uh, you're just feeling thankful today. It's like. Uh, it is. It okay. Is. Well, that's fine, Greg. I appreciate that. And, uh. We appreciate you. You've been uh, just two weeks in a row. You've been on the show. This is a you're setting. A, you've got quite a streak going here. Well, as long as I stay out of the hospital. Well, keep it up. Get us a guest next week. I will. Who are you will. working on? Anybody? Uh we've been trying to catch up with Dave Marcus, but I think 
we're going to have Jimmy Spencer. That'd be good. We have we've only had him one time. Yep. He uh, and that was several years ago. One of our first might have been the first year, but I remember he has some very salty language. Jimmy's uh, Jimmy was a great interview. And, Mr. Uh, Excitement. He doesn't pull any punches, Mr. Excitement. No. And and you know the connection with that deal is I was talking to Jackie Jones about trading a car and Jackie's got dealerships all over the place and I said, Well you talked to Jimmy Spencer lately. He said, Yeah, I just talked to him here back about a week ago. He said, You need his phone number. Well, Jackie, as you know, he helps us with cars, he helps us with drivers. I and, bought mine from him. Yeah, and the Elliot's go there. He still sees uh, Bill occasionally, sees Ernie and, and Casley, Dan, uh, the Moors. Uh, every time I go down there, we, we buy a car. <laughs> Good man. Good man. Okay. Greg is uh, thanking the world today. So, getting back to Formula One. Uh, so, Max Verstappen is the points leader. Second is Sergio Perez. Third is Fernando Alonso. Fourth is Lewis Hamilton. Fifth is Carlos Sainz. Sixth, George Russell. Seventh, Charles Leclerc. Eighth is uh, Lance Stroll. Ninth, Esteban Ocon. And tenth, Lando Norris driving the McLaren. Uh, looking on down the line here a little bit. Twelfth is the Charlotte Ferrari of Haas, driven by Nico Hulkenberg. Um, uh, looking to uh, 18th is the other one with Kevin Magnuson, who's having a miserable year. And Logan Sargent, the American from Boca Raton, Florida, that drives for Williams is 19th. But he's been running a little better. Not much, but I remember that Boca Raton. Yep. So, TV. Let's see what's on television. We've got six minutes to talk about it. The um, So, today, at 9.30 to 10.30, which we have missed, was uh, IndyCar qualifying from Iowa. That was on Peacock, so we can forget that. The uh, Craftsman Truck Series qualifying is at Pocono, and that's, uh, well, that should be over by now. So uh, we'll move on down to uh, also Formula One was on ESPN, so they qualified from Hungary this morning. So the next thing to look at will be right when we go off the air. At 12 o'clock will be... On FS1 from Pocono, the Craftsman Truck Series. And uh, hopefully um, they won't have any weather problems up there. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> or, and, uh, remember, it always used to be deer running out on the track and streakers and rabbits and all, all kinds kind of, of everything. And, it, and we, we remember the time but we actually were staying in Whitehaven and, and, and got chased by a bear. I mean, the Bears was literally, the brand, they were friendly. Well, but, they got those up in Landrum. They got one over by Spartan High. On, oh, I, yeah. I, I guess wandering around Lost with the Coyotes. Creek. We had, had the Coyotes oh, deal, too. Uh, man, don't mention those. That no. Don't last year that. was the summer of the Coyote at my house. And yeah. Haven't seen one this year. Did see a snake, though. So a pretty decent black snake uh, that I tried to chase with a shovel. Uh, that was two weeks ago. And uh, I wasn't fast enough. And he, I was trying to scoop him up and flip him over in the neighbor's bushes. Le, but le, he went under the, my house, so I've got a, le, le, another le, pet. Leave it to Larry Burrell and my wife and my next-door neighbor, Deb. The only good snake yeah, is a bad snake. Well, you know, I don't. I just I don't like them. We had one in the house one time. Oh, Lord. And uh, my wife and I, I beat it to death with a club that uh, – I yelled for her to bring me something, and she brought me, it looked like a shillelagh. It looked like a walking stick of some Irishman or something. And I broke it beating on that snake. 
And uh, I, I I saw snakes everywhere I looked after that for a while. You ever want to scare a race house. driver? Yeah. Put, throw a snake in the race car out on pit Well, that, road. Was, that was Joe Weatherly. Was yeah. Joe. Okay, well, let's finish this here. Uh, so, um, also today at 12, is I just mentioned the IMSA uh, sports cars are on USA and Peacock, and that's at Lime Rock. That's from 12 to 3, so we got trucks and sports cars going on at the same time. And they're both interesting uh, series. I, I like to watch the Corvettes and the Porsches as well. Um, then at 3.30 uh, today on USA will be the Cup qualifying from Pocono. And then at uh, 5.30, pre-race at 5 o'clock. Pre, uh, the race is at 5.30 to 8. They've got um, the Xfinity Series. And uh, they are at Pocono. And I know that... Uh, I've got the qualifying results here somewhere, but I can't put my hands on it. But I can tell you that Jeremy qualified 14th. So that's not a bad starting spot. No, not. Big, long track and uh, a lot of time to get where he's got to get. So uh, good luck to Jeremy today. That's at 530 late this afternoon. Um, hopefully no weather delays because they don't have lights at Pocono. No. And they'll have to run it at 8 o'clock in the morning if they get they rained out. solar panels, apparently. Yep. So. Sunday, tomorrow, July 23rd, uh, Formula One at 8.55, call it 9 o'clock, and that's from Hungary, and that's on ESPN. So you start your day early with uh, <laughs> watch the Red Bull cars. I hope not run away, but they probably will. I'd love to see some other brand winner race. I don't see race. any BMWs up here. Well, not in Formula One you won't. No. They no. don't have any. Oh, that's right. But you uh, – I'd like to see a Ferrari or a McLaren or something. Ferrari would be good. Yep. Uh, then at 11.05 is the Indy warm-up from Iowa. That's on Peacock. And then the Indy car race will be at 3 o'clock, 2.30 pre-race. And that's the one that uh, is the second race of the doubleheader. And that's at Iowa on NBC, once again, 2.30. And then the cup race is also pre-race at 2, race at 2.30. From Pocono, and that is on USA, and that's the cup race. And that about does it. Well, I just got one one more thing to add. Uh, we did we did forget about the, the brains of Budmore Engineering, which was Brent Moore, and I, I know he's listening to his family. Uh, he, Like I say, he, he actually got college educated. Daryl did, too. I, I almost did. <laughs> you, uh, got, you got some hours. Yeah, in USC. Hours. You still got, uh, what, a year of eligibility yeah <laughs> try for football <laughs> well be a walk on like, like, like joe delaney ronnie what joe you, had a chance i don't ronnie what you got going on i don't have much going on this weekend just watching some racing all right well this is the calm before the storm boys because it's going to be a whole lot of football coming up real soon i'm gonna say we're less than a month away from high school football yeah and uh Boy, I tell you what, if you want to hear some coverage of high school football, just looking around this oh, studio, man. they've got uh, they got notes and things about what's going on and, and the shows that we're going to have on this station. And, uh, and of course, South Carolina football, um, it, it's just a great time of the year, and it seems to go by so fast. It does. So, so uh, looking forward to it. But as I said, a lot of racing today, a lot of racing this weekend, and we uh, are going to – Come back and bring it all to you next week, and I'll try to uh, have all my facts and figures lined up 
And uh, don't forget to, uh, Natalie, get our table ready. And I am. And we will be back next week. The rest of you, keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. The home for Bump and Run with Tyler Sugart. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, W.